We have contention for the seed of Driftmark. We have human Pez dispensers, and apparently nobody gets to finish their dinner. We are discussing episode eight of House of the Dragons. It's the Watchers on the Couch. Welcome back to Watchers on the Couch. Today we're discussing episode eight of the HBO hit series, House of the Dragon. This episode is entitled The Lord of the Tides. And if you want to know if there's any special meaning behind that title for this episode, there is. This episode is about who's going to be the Lord of Tides. I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. And if you're new to the show, what we do here is Mike and I will get into our initial thoughts of the episode. We do our breakdown, our in-depth breakdown. It's very in-depth, so deep our breakdowns are. And then as we wrap up, we will talk any post-recap theories and speculations that we have. We'll dip into the mailbag. And we've got some podcast news about what's up next for Watchers on the Couch at the end of this episode. So... Mike, how you doing? How you feeling with this episode? Since I went first last time. Uh, uh, okay. Actually, actually, let's let's put it this way: on a scale from Dracaris, as in kill it with fire, or Dohiris, this episode will serve. What are you going to give it? Oh, I, oh man! On first watch, definitely Dracaris. Dracaris. Yeah, was not into it. I even texted you in the middle of the episode as I was <laughs> watching it. Yeah, that that was during a very, very long walk. And I'm like, get on with it. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. A second watch, it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. So uh, I'm just I think I'm right in the middle right in this episode. But man, first watch, I was not happy. Not happy at all. How about yourself? I actually, I do high risk this episode. I I was pretty rough on the last two Mm -hmm. episodes. This episode... Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, and it's the same thing that I've been running into with every episode post the time jump. It's like, what if this was the first episode of the season? Mm-hmm. And- that's, how, that's how I'm feeling. I'm like, and it really threw me off again. So, uh, and this was, I think, the first episode that I watched that I didn't watch the next on mm-hmm. from the previous. So, so opening scene. It's been six years since I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, everything's new again. And everything that fucking happened last episode, like that wedding and the kid, you know, Lanor apparently getting killed. Nah, just, we're just moving past it. None of it matters. Like, cause this, I, I, I feel they're, they are moving towards something I'm really going to enjoy. At least that's what I'm hoping. But like you were saying, like, hey, what if this was the first episode? Because some of these things and like we're fucking eight episodes in. I'm like, how much of this shit doesn't really matter that much? Because it doesn't really matter to me right now. So Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if it's going to matter in the future. That's the thing. Everybody's like, this episode was the greatest episode yet. And it's like, yeah, it's building up. It's getting exciting, but we've only got two episodes left. Like they've fucked around for a long time. But the greatest episode. Oh my God. Did you see that improvisation that was in this episode? Oh, the best improvisation ever. He he picked up a crown. Whoa. I do like it. I like that scene a lot, actually. I'm not saying it's a bad scene, but like, oh, I don't know. Some are. of the people on Reddit were like, oh my God, can you believe it? They just kept going. Yeah, shit happens sometimes when you're filming yeah. and you keep going with it because it's really expensive to stop and start. Yeah. Like, the people on Reddit, 
are wild, man. And Twitter, it's like, man, this show can do no wrong. They 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 are so quick to suck the hot D of this show that oh, yeah. any anything that would be, yeah, this is this would be good in any show. But it's like in this show, it's amazing. It's like okay, yeah, because there was a guy, there was a guy on Twitter that got, I guess he got to watch this episode like three days early or something like that. And he's like, oh, episode eight's mind-blowing. And the guy that plays Amon, holy shit. And it's like, this, this, this episode's, it's a good episode, but like none of that's true. But there's some scenes, nothing really rubbed me the wrong way in this episode until the very end. There's some scenes, like you said, that are way too long. And that's that's really the only problem I had with it was the pacing. the pacing, and it kind of has been this way. I think there's a lot that can be cut out, but I, I don't know. It, it, this episode felt so long on first watch for me, like so long. I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> like like cut it a little faster. Let's go. Mm-hmm. On on first watch for me, like there was the scenes that felt long it's like okay well this this probably isn't as long as i think it is and then the episode ended it's like wait the episode's over already it's been an hour and 10 minutes already no see for me it was the opposite <laughs> it's a, i'm like this, it feels like it's been two hours yeah and i'm like episode, 40 minutes in i'm like oh my god <laughs> this this episode felt like an episode of a card for me where <laughs> it's like just as it's like getting started it's over it's like oh <laughs> okay speaking of a card so mm-hmm. Viserys, when he's like moaning and whining, he sounds like fucking John Luke Picard. Like <laughs> when he's in pain, he's like, "Oh, I'm like that's fucking Captain Picard." Like when he's hurt, and like <laughs> in pain. I will. I will now, and <laughs> I should add it to the soundboard. I haven't added it. I have. I, I even have notes about what I want to add to the soundboard, and I didn't get around yeah. to any of it. I definitely want to add, it, add uh, a lot of Viserys <laughs> just moaning. Just, oh. just him moaning. Because um, that's, that's me talking about this episode. Be <laughs> 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 a little whiny ginger bitch that I yeah, am. Every, but everybody's talking about like, oh, the guy that plays Eamon's amazing. Holy shit. It's like the guy that plays Eamon isn't bad. Like he's fine, but he doesn't really do anything this episode except... Yeah. Says nephews, he gives a toast and gives fuck me eyes to Damon a lot. Yeah. I'm going to be the next you. <laughs> Inside <laughs> of you. <laughs> yeah. I think the. Uh, well, you're fucking dead because I'm going to kill you <laughs> and I'm going to wear you as a suit. I think. Oh, he, hands- he's, he looks like the most. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I saw this on Reddit that because I couldn't pinpoint what he looks like. And I'm like, Amen. It looks probably like a uh, like some evil Nazi or something. But then on Reddit, like he looks like a fucking evil anime villain, like for sure. Oh yeah, like, long straight blonde hair, eye patch, sword. Yeah, oh my he's, god, yeah. He's in every he's in every Japanese role playing game. And I'm like, that's that's it. Like fucking down to a T. Like ah, that's it. So Reddit's think, good uh, for some things. It is. I think hands down, this episode goes to Patty. Oh, Patty. You do a great job dying all episode. You've been dying all season, but this is the best dying you've done. (laughs) And Matt Smith. Can't eat any potatoes with those teeth. (laughs) I think this is a a really strong Matt Smith episode as well. This is the first time where I feel like 
I've learned more about Damon, aside from him just being kind of like a leaning supposed badass guy. Like we actually get a little bit of his character in this, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, he's all the, all the stuff that has to do with his bro- brother's health and all the subtle, like looks he gives people in this. And like in the, in the, in the dining scene where Viserys has to be taken away, you can, he has like this, he's since he's, he's like the farthest character in the shot. But if you just watch him, he's like just really uncomfortable and like, there's nothing he can do. So like, you really yeah. get the feeling that he cares for his brother, despite their differences. So I actually, I actually really enjoyed well, this episode. I some of those looks, I'm not sure what he's thinking. I'm still a little confused about Damon. We definitely got more, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm also a dumb dumb, so don't trust me. There are going to be well, things that are real blatant on screen. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> sure. But and all the stuff is open to the interpretation anyway. So, but yeah, that's how I interpret bit. it. This is or this like is- his motivations, you know, like was him helping his brother, like, for his own personal gain, or did he really feel bad for his brother? I personally kind of feel like he does feel bad for his brother. Yeah. I think we discussed earlier in the season, like pre time jump that a lot of, even in the first episode, when he gets sent away, that he does care. And it's Mm -hmm. basically, and I think you're the one who says like, he doesn't defend himself despite the fact that we don't know if he says the air for a day thing or not, that it's just like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is what you think of me. And, so like, all right, fine. Yeah. More of me, brother. I don't need anything from you. So let's yeah. get into it, Mike. Let's let's start with our recap. So we're gonna open up on Driftmark here, and the Maester tells Rainus that Corliss took a slash neck and has a fever, and it's not looking yep. good for him. Business hours are over. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Vayman talks about how they need to plan in case Corliss does die and how the throne belongs to him instead of Luke. So he's going to, uh, he's going to petition the crown to recognize him as rightful heir to Driftmark with or without Rainus's support. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rainus says, the king could have your tongue cut out for that. And Vayman says, oh, it's not the king that rules. It's a queen. So right now we've learned in the first three minutes that it's been six years. It's been six years and Viserys doesn't really do shit anymore. Mm-hmm. No, see, so, I think he, no, he didn't know that he was, he was calling Viserys a queen. Oh, well, I can't like, oh, stop him a- now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he was a little bit more spry with that dagger, he could have been a killer queen. Mm. Except he's a killed queen. Yeah. So then we're going to jump to Dragonstone and Damon discovers that Seraxes, I think that's the dragon that was laid a clutch of dragon eggs. He's got three dragon eggs and he informs Danny's eggs. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) I mean, it could be. I don't think so. I think it's probably three dragon eggs for their new three fucking kids. That would make more sense. Yeah. I guess we never really oh. learn where the dragon eggs that Danny has come from. And I guess it's not well, important. Yeah, yeah. I, who knows? I, we might actually find out in this this series, I think. Oh, you mean before the before the end of House of the Dragon? Yeah. I yeah. think we'll probably find out, maybe. Maybe. That's one of the things that I forgot to mention that last week, because everybody's like, this show's going to be all the Dance of the Dragon. 
and things like that. And I don't think that's the case. I think one of the, I don't remember if it was one of the showrunners or one of the writers or something. It's like, no, this is called house of the dragon. It's not called dance of dragons. So I think it, if it, if it goes well, I think they'll go beyond the, the book probably. Yeah. Beyond I think they'll the probably, dance of dragons or whatever. So I think, yeah, I think season two will probably be the dance of dragons in its entirety. And then if oh, they okay. go season three, then it will probably go beyond that. And we'll have a whole new cast for the most part. How, House of Blood is more than just the Dance of Dragons, right? Fire and Blood is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Fire and Blood. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes yep. sense. Yeah, of course it's going to be more than that, I would think. Especially mm-hmm. if that the book. Yeah. yeah. And then there, oh, you know, hey. there was... Why, why the fuck doesn't Damon just go in the hole or whatever the opening that the dragon goes in? He climbs up this like weird thin place. How the fuck does the dragon get in there? There has to be a pretty big opening for Syraxes to get in there. Maybe the dragon comes in through the top. So it'd be a fall to his death. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Does that mean the fucking dragon keepers have to climb that all the time? I don't know, man. (laughs) I I don't think we're supposed to think that hard about it, but. All right. That was just cool. He's doing his best free solo. This is one of those, this is one of those things where somebody will pick apart something like that in rings of power. But if you say it in about house of the dragon, it's like, no, 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 you're thinking too much about it. It's not important. It isn't important. And I'm one of those people who picks things apart. So I apologize. (laughs) So I don't apologize. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. We haven't done the, I'm so sorry if we haven't whispered in years. (laughs) Um, the handlers informed Damon that he has a message arrived from Driftmark from Bela. And Mike, I actually pa- paused it this time around and I have what the note actually says. If you're interested. Uh, okay. I'm interested. Cause okay. I saw. Yep. Yeah. They don't that hold kinda... on to it for long enough. So you have mm. to pause it. It's one of those things that I'm like, I'm done fucking with this pause and shit to try to read <laughs> these things. Yeah. This, I, this like, is you the know first what? Time, it's probably not important. So I think this is the first time I ever did this. I don't even think I did that with the note that Sansa wrote. But, uh, Father, I write with news of Uncle Vaymond, who this moment sails for King's Landing. He plans to address his grace the king on matters of succession rights and the sanctity of blood. He wishes for the Driftwood throne to pass to him that is his by rights, and he is the only unattainted choice. Bela. Hmm. All right. Probably stand some more punctuation in that note, but you know. <laughs> then we jump over to the interior of Dragonstone, where pregnant Rhaenyra is walking in as Jace is learning or is working on his High Valerian. And none of this is really important, so we can just go ahead and say Damon comes in <laughs> to give. Hold on, no, it kind of oh, is something like because well, just because like how the fuck does he not know how to speak High Valerian by now? Like, what is it, like, fucking 20? How many years has passed? See, that's another thing with these time jumps. I don't know how old these fucking people are. Well, you would have to figure, since we had a 10-year time jump, Jace has to be under 10 when we see him last episode, or 10 at least, plus six years. So Jace, at oldest, has to be 16. Okay. 
which that's wasn't how there, the math was there an the episode math. with like a three or four year time jump oh wait no that was earlier that was earlier that was that was pre-time yeah. jump or pre the 10 year time jump so here's the thing because i know you didn't watch the behind the scenes one after that mm-hmm. they talk about how they age everybody up so like everybody's in that 21 to 17 range and that's bullshit how the timeline works that is not true jace at most can only be 16 years old okay which means Amond, who looks like he's fucking 35 yeah. is at most at most 18 years old mm-hmm. the way their time jumps work unless i did that math wrong i'm sure somebody will correct me if i am but fucking if it's 10 years by the if we have a 10 year jump and she's got three kids then that kid can only be maximum 10 years old when we see them last episode. Mm-hmm. The old, the oldest of Renair's kids can only be 10 years old. Okay. So, yeah. but like, if you say I, that I about guess, rings of power, how did, how did they get there a day? <laughs> how did they get there in one day when they said that it takes two days to get there? Yeah. But is this something that like, I guess shows that Renera only cares, really cares about herself and like, why wouldn't she be speaking to her kids uh, like in code. generally at least sometimes in high valerian just like mm-hmm. any bilingual parent usually does in uh, real life usually speaks to their kids and you yeah. know so they can learn that i don't and know this is very important to learn in my opinion you know it's very very much part of their history and culture well that's why he's fucking learning it right now right but yeah he seems to be he's learning it late in, just in starting life. day one yeah she says oh i don't expect you to learn it in a day <laughs> so she just start- yeah he just started that day <sighs> which is oh. fun but yeah by this time she was already when we meet her at the beginning of the season she's like mm-hmm. 16 or 17 she's already fluent in it yep. and her and damon are talking about fucking each other in high valerian so he should be able to talk to mm-hmm. damon about fucking him in high valerian yeah oh and something that like Renera said, oh, where was this at? Shit. Oh, so Renera is definitely going to die. Yeah, like either next episode or episode after this. You think that's what she's? Yes, without a doubt. Like, because she says something to him, like I don't expect you to learn High Valerian in a day. Unless you're planning to depose your own mother, you have plenty of time to study. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, she going to die, but it's like, I don't know. Is Jace going to kill her? Mm-hmm. I... Maybe he's like, I'm tired of fucking aiming shit. I'm just going to be king and I'm going to fucking kill him because king does whatever he wants. If if you've rewatched, I can I, I can tell you this. It's not a spoiler. I'm not going to tell you what happens, but if you watch Game of Thrones, you find out what happens to Rhaenyra. Like, it's actually said in in the course of that show what ends up happening to her. I think it's... I think Daenerys... I think Daenerys is the one who's relaying that. But, yeah, there's... Oh, shit. I think there's multiple parts I do. I know one part that you're talking but we won't spoil sure it for Job, anybody else that sure, doesn't remember. Pretty sure Jaffrey says something. Yeah, that's some bitch. Oh yeah, or, I don't remember exactly who he was talking about. Maybe, maybe it was talking about her. I don't but, remember um, the names. All these damn names. Fucking Rainies, Rhaenyra, Raina, 
Aegon, 17 Rainus. fucking Aegons, which is going to come in to be a big problem at the end of this episode, which is my big, yeah, spoiler alert for the end of this discussion of the podcast. <laughs> That's my big fucking problem with this is, is how this episode ends. But. All right. Yeah. I definitely think it'll have her death. If she does die, I don't know. So well, everybody, <laughs> everybody, Valar Margulis, yeah. Mike, everybody dies. Mm, not today. <laughs> Say to the God of death. We learned, well, that guy died too. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. We never see him die. Uh, but, but I said not today. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you get the memo? <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, from- I derailed you for a little bit. No, that's fine. We learn from Rhaenyra that Rhaenys has already flown to court about this contestion. I don't know how to say that word. I know what word I want to say. Contested, the throne is. What is the the verb for that? (laughs) Doesn't matter. Anyway, with no other options, they decide that the family is going to head to King's Landing. And when they arrive, there is no welcome from them for for them, aside from being met by Lord Caswell. Lord Caswell's back. Caswell's back. All right. Don't you remember <laughs> me, <laughs> Grace? Huh? I congratulated you. Uh, yeah. I congratulated you on bleeding all over the steps. <laughs> we find that the Red Keep, speaking of bleeding all over the steps, is now decked out with religious decorations and Rhaenyra comments that she doesn't recognize it as home. We've got the seven pointed star of the new gods everywhere. So it seems like, I don't know how much we talk about, I guess Allison was, yeah, she was in the sept when, as when they were younger and they prayed together. So we knew that she believed in the seven before, I guess, but now she's, she's all in on it, man. Mm-hmm. She's a, She's born again in the light of the seven. And we know people like that are always fun to be around. Yep. Using that religion for power. So we jump to the small council and I forgot, I keep forgetting his name, but when I got, when I watched it the second time, I wrote it down. So I don't forget Lord Beesbury is his name. (laughs) Thank you. You boring Beesbury. (laughs) Boring Barry. (laughs) (laughs) Be boring. No. Lord be boring. Money and we don't care about those things. Just fucking throw some money. We have plenty, right? You know? No, we have none. That's the problem. So don't worry. No, we we have all the money. Don't know. No. Okay. What about (laughs) that? They've got some under the floorboard somewhere. Viserys has Viserys keeps all of all the gold under the mattress. Mm, be careful trust, of the beast uh, under the floorboards. Mm. Yeah. So Helena the, uh, says, beware of the beast under the boards. I don't know what that means. I don't know what most of her shit means. I mean, the, the one about him losing the eye was pretty in your face, but hey, I didn't, I, yeah. I've not been able to decipher most of her stuff beware of the beast when you're bored mm. <laughs> beware the beast with you two might backs. jerk it in a window <laughs> beware the beast with two backs one of them's Aegon, and somebody else is unwilling yeah. <laughs> yeah. the uh, so yeah 
One of the other things I noticed here in the small council is that the Grand Maester here is not Melos, Mike. So Melos Yellows mm-hmm. is dead in this time period of the show. And I is think he dead he's, or is he just uh, no longer working? Is he retired? He might be retired from life. The old <laughs> 16 <laughs> years for that old fucker. Dude, that new Maester, like, because I hear you heard him off screen first bef- before I saw him talk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that Rob Stark? Because his voice sounded like Rob Stark and his cadence. Like, not completely, but like pretty close, at least to mm-hmm. me. And I'm like, oh, R- Rob Stark. Oh, hope that guy doesn't have a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't. He's a maester. I think, I don't know if that's the guy. If we're, what am I trying to say? I'm wondering if that's an aged up version of the guy that wanted to treat him with something other than leeches. I think so. I would and assume got, so, but it's like, oh yeah, Melos Yells died, and we got to treat the king with something other than leeches, and he ended up living for another six years. <laughs> Promote him, yeah. Uh, so Sir Harold comes in and informs them that their guests have arrived, and Otto is being very Ottoy, big fucking shithead. And he's like, I hope they got the welcome that befits their station. These fuckers, and Harold's like, yeah, that's uh, I did as you ordered. What a dick. (laughs) (laughs) He's clapping for himself. Then uh, we have some discussion about the upcoming petition, and we see really quick that this whole council is pretty much weighted in favor of the high towers now, or the greens, Mm -hmm. with the exception of Lord Beesbury. So, Alicent, like even... Well, I guess, yeah, we wouldn't expect Highland Lannister to side with the other side because he's a Lannister. Yeah, but. Beesbury's like, hey, what about, oh, meeting's over. <laughs> no one wants to speak, do they? Uh, I would like to say, nope, I don't hear anybody. I gotta go. I gotta yeah. greet our guests where she's approached by a white cloak who she calls Sir Eric, but he <laughs> corrects her and stupid. says that he's actually Sir Eric. This is the worst one. I'm like, I had to rewind it. I'm like, wait, what? What What just fucking happened? It's like, ah, Sir Eric. Uh, no, I'm Sir Eric. That's what I said. Sir Eric. No, Sir Eric. It's Sir Eric. The, uh, oh, uh, I don't know if you saw the, there's a, there's a, sh- if you don't I- know, Sorry, before you do that, like, if people don't know, like, watch it with subtitles. It's it's fucking spelled one with an A and one with an E. And, and they fucking an, sound the same. Eric, for an American, Eric, it sounds the same. <laughs> Eric. Eric. There, there is a short with Eve Best that calls me, like, me personally, Eve Best yells at me for saying Valerian wrong. Um, mm. Not me personally. How are you supposed people, to say it? It's... Valerian. Valerian. Yeah. <laughs> Leviosa. <laughs> Valerian. I don't know. There's 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 a it's it's out there. You can find it. I think I saw it on Instagram. It's like they're yeah, they're all saying it wrong. Yeah. Well that just re- that reminds me of like my last name. And my mom's like, no, it's not pronounced that way. I'm like, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I say it. All your sons pronounce it that way. It's gonna be passed on that way. Pronounced. Sorry about that. Daffron. But everybody says Daffron. Yeah, Daffron. I would have. 
A-A-Ron. But it's supposed to be pronounced Daffrin. I'm like, that's a fucking O at the end. <laughs> you say herbs and we say herbs because there's a fucking H in it. <sighs> Ligure. But- I know, I know we should, we're spending way too much time talking about Eric and Eric, <laughs> okay. but there's a, I don't know if you've ever watched the science fiction show Babylon 5, but there's a character in there called Zathyrus, and the there's a joke in there about how one of the characters met Zathyrus before, and he's like, no, 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 this is the first time we met. It's like, no, I met you. You're Zathyrus. Oh, no, no, no. You met my brother, Zathras. We're all family Zathras. Each one pronounced a little differently. Zathras. 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 It's the same. He says it the same way three times. And this reminds me of that. (laughs) But uh, anyway. Sir Eric, don't call me Eric, says that there's there's been an incident in the prince's chambers. (laughs) So we flashback, not flashback, but jump over to Damon and Renera, who's visiting Viserys, who's basically in hospice care at this point. Yeah. Is They're like, Dad. <laughs> She's like, hey, it's me, God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm uh, the so- devil. No, no, it's Rhaenyra. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, this face is all bandaged. Dad, you up. look we- like shit. <laughs> he, he looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Do you eat he, your uh, vegetables? <laughs> He's got scurvy for sure. We find out his memory's a little shaky. Damon informs him that Corliss was wounded in the Stepstones, and Viserys is like, we won that war years ago. And Damon informs him, no, 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 the fighting's been renewed. The Triarchy's back, and it's been back for a little bit now. <laughs> he doesn't actually say that, but he six years ago, like the Triarchy was already coming back. But he informs Viserys that there's a petition to decide upon the succession of Driftmark if Lord business time dies and the King's like, Oh no, no, no. Allison handles all of that now. And Dame was like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. You are going to reaffirm Luke's legitimacy. And Viserys is like, why did something happen to Lord Corliss? So it's like, Oh boy, <laughs> here's some foreshadowing. <laughs> anyway, Renera changes the subject and introduces him to her children with Damon. And it's, she's got, a child named Aegon, so it's the third Aegon, and Viserys, Viserys the second, I suppose. And then the pain gets the better of him, and he makes the children cry because yeah, he's a scary fucking dude. A pain. It's because he pooped his pants. Oh, lick spittles! Oh, not again! Oh, pooped my pants. He was like, ah, that, I, someone pooped their pants. That's what happens when I poop my pants. I cry. <laughs> but uh, Aegon, that's what I call little Aegon. It's baby Gerbergon. gun. That's how we're uh, yeah, Gerbergon, baby gun. Toddler Viserys. Todd Saris. Viserys toddler. <laughs> Come on, work with me here. <laughs> I'm trying to, but I already did Gerber Gerbergon. So <laughs> But he asked for his tea because he's in pain, so Damon gives it to him. And then afterwards he checks out like <laughs> Man, this smells like good shit. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> like, oh, that's straight vodka. <laughs> he, he looks at he looks at Renair. He's like, check this shit out. <laughs> it really got him drugged up. We need to get this shit at fucking Dragonstone. Yeah, they brew that here. 
We go back to Alicent. We find out that Aegon II sexually assaulted a servant named Diana when she brought him his wine. So cool guy, this guy. Couldn't just stick with jerking off outside the windows or out of the window. He's like, ah, oh, mom, it's all in good fun. <laughs> you know, unless you know. you're somebody beneath me. Yeah. Literally. So Allison says that she believes her, but then pays her off and has her take some moon tea just in case. Or she poisoned her and fucking killed her. <laughs> that's what I that's what I, that's what I'm thinking. Cause then that other maid comes in later and she's like, Oh hey, where's Diana? She wants to get the kids dressed. Well that wasn't like, another maid, that was Helena. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I can never <laughs> recognize her. I'm just like they barely show her. She's like just barely there. even in the show so yeah there's like ah she's just for you know these crazy things that you're supposed to read into like oh the boards and the beast and no the eye and oh look See, at these the boards, bugs the boards yeah. and the beast is the talk they needed to have with Aegon. yeah but uh, uh yeah that's how we find out that apparently Aegon and helena must have kids because she's like where's diana her Dinah or whatever her name was. She's, she was supposed to dress the children this morning. So the children are running around naked, Mike, undressed. No, no. Because God forbid <laughs> the parents in this time period <laughs> dress their own kids. They're too busy. Too busy um, working. So Allison goes to Aegon's room and smacks him around a bit for being a cunt. And mm-hmm. she tells him that he's no son of hers. And, You're adopted. <laughs> yeah. And Aegon in turn is like, hey, I didn't ask for any of this. I just wanted to jerk off out of a window. And then, yeah, this is where Helena comes in and it's like, where's the servant? She was supposed to dress our children. And Allison hugs her like, oh, Deanna's dead. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, thank God that the poison worked. Oh, oh man, what a relief. Well, you, so, Aegon, you. you son of a bitch. Raper! Right, <laughs> oh man so yeah <laughs> like, there's not much else to say about that um, it'd be interesting like i don't see why Aegon. like it doesn't seem like Aegon wants any of this and i don't see why he would be allied with his mother at all at this point because all he does is get smacked around like, I don't want him to side with Renera either because he's a piece of shit. But at the same time, it's like he should kill his mom and his uh, grandfather. He's just going to fly to Pentos. I'm, like, I'm done with this. No, I'm a king. Lenor, I thought you were dead. <laughs> How about a threesome? I'm going to go tell my mom I saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to? Well, too bad. Ha ha! Ha ha! Me very well. Aegon gonna get you. <laughs> you like, got Aegon. Like, that just uh, seems out of character for for him to be honest. But uh, which part? Yeah, the raping part? part. Yeah, I mean it. It doesn't because, but it just does because he just seems kind of like I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think he thinks that he he, he probably doesn't think he did. Like he's like, oh, she was yeah, uh, she was willing, I, and he oh, was, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. drunk. Okay, so. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like, oh, no, I did fine, uh, good fine. Yeah. 
So <laughs> it's all it's all fun and games <laughs> until Eamon loses another eye. So Allison finally gets around to welcoming Rhaenyra and Damon. They've been sitting there forever, and there's some back and forth here about how she and Otto don't rule but act on the king's wisdom. And Damon's like, what kind of like wheezing and coughing Morse code is he communicating with you with his will? And uh, yeah, I really liked, I really liked Damon in this scene, but Renera, because as somebody who like not to get into too much personal stuff, but I've seen, I've seen how this plays out where there's like decisions to be made about an ailing an ailing family member and how, how people have different opinions about things. So it was, uh, this is another good and some dark humor to go along with it to, and like snarkness is, you know, kind of what I'm used to. That <laughs> makes it feel more real. So it was, it's a pretty good scene. Makes me feel right at home. Yeah. This is so Renera asks, well, okay, whose authority is going to decide her son's legitimacy? And she says, well, it's her in the hands. And Damon's like, yeah, okay, figures. And then she goes, but the father is just and commands her to forget the vile accusations hurled at her just now. It's like, oh, fuck off. Mm -hmm. God, God is just, God told me to. <laughs> God told me. Ooh. So, Jason and Luke go to the training yard and they see Amond and Cole sparring, and Luke's all upset because everybody's staring at them. And Jace is like, oh, it doesn't matter what they think. And it's like, oh, it's probably going to matter, but it doesn't matter that much. And so back to Amond and Cole sparring, you know, not to be ableist or anything, but they're trying to set up that Amond's this badass fighter, which he may yeah. be because it's a fantasy show. But the dude's missing some serious peripheral vision and depth perception. So I'm going to call bullshit on him being able to f actually fight another highly skilled swordsman. Like that's, that might be a bridge too far for me. It's not going to be a bridge too far for me. Like I'm fine with, cause he's a, he's a JRP. He's an anime villain. So yeah. he's, he's going to be the one eyed super swordsman, but Watching I don't this think it, uh, Sorry, go ahead. I just think in the if if we're supposed to enjoy this show because of the realism and things like that compared to something like Rings of Power that everybody's going to shit on, then it's like I don't this doesn't work, man. Like mm. anybody, like Kristen Cole, like you can only be as good as the person training you, and then eventually get a little bit better. So if there's anybody better than Kristen Cole, he's going to fucking kick Damon's ass or not Damon's ass. Eamon's ass. Maybe there's more people training him than just Chris, Crispy Cole. Maybe. I always hope so, but I don't know. Dude, Crispin Cole, like, was just, oh, man, he just nonstop, just whoosh, 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 whoosh. Like, hey, why don't you like, have some patience, you know? Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get him on his left side there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you come out, yeah, if you come up from his his back left side, then he should be fucked. Yeah, just shoot him with an arrow. Like Crispin Cole, you're gonna you're gonna wear yourself out. Just, I mean, it's not easy to swing those things around, you know. Mm -mm. Swing the little morning stars around. Is that what those are? I think it's a flail. Flail. 
because I think a Morningstar doesn't have a chain. I thought Morningstars had a chain, but apparently not. There's so many different... Between a Morningstar and like a Mace, are those the same thing? Morningstars have spikes. What about a Mace? A Mace does not have spikes. Yeah. All right. There you go. Or Welcome I mean, to Medieval Times Podcast. Right. So, I mean, it, it, a lot of things like mace and flail and some of them, some of that stuff's used interchangeably because I always thought a morning star was basically just a ball and it was like a long chain with a metal ball on it. It's like what oh, William Wallace yeah. used to used to smash that dude's head in bed. I thought that was a morning star for a long time, but maybe it's not because I looked it up. Well, no. I tried to look it up and it's like, no, morning stars are a stick with a big spiky ball on it and then anything okay. that has a chain with a ball on it is a flail if it has a if right. it has a shaft as well so it's like okay it doesn't make sense i guess because if you're like flailing around you know <laughs> <laughs> more like your arms are kind of like flailing like a chain whatever you call it it only does 1d8 damage in dungeons and dragons so all right i lost my spot Oh, but all of that training and stuff is interrupted by, by Veyman's entourage arriving. So we jump to the small council again with uh, Alicent, Otto, and Veyman. And they're plotting to side with him regarding the succession prior to the petition. So the fix is in. Everybody's fucked. Mm-hmm. We uh, we jump over to the Godswood where Rainus is, and Rhaenyra meets with her, and she's trying to convince Rhaenys to back Luke's claim, and in turn she'll marry her sons to Rhaenys's granddaughters. So I, I guess she'll marry her kids to Damon's kids is basically yeah. what we're like. I don't know why they would even need Rhaenys's permission for that because they're they're her grandchildren, but they're still Damon's kids. Yeah. So it's like I don't I don't understand why that permission needs to be made. She I don't think she needs her permission, but having her endorse, you know, their decision is going to help their case. Maybe. Or maybe she has I guess she has some kind of say in it because they're what was her name? Lena? Lena's kids? I don't know. It's, oh yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't, Rainus at this point doesn't seem very interested in that idea. She thinks it's pretty desperate and nothing matters. The high towers are going to make their move and bring Rhaenyra to her knees. And then it's just going to be her to fend for herself. So Rhaenyra ends up visiting her father again that night. And he confuses her for Alicent briefly. And she's like, no, 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 it's me. And by the way, do you believe in all this prophecy shit? Because and our duty to unite the realms and whatever, because you didn't unite Jack and shit by naming me heir. And she thought that she had wanted this, but the burden is heavy. It's too heavy. I can't do it, daddy. Which I kind, I kind of like this because last episode when she's like talking about like, she needs to marry Damon. So her shit isn't so easily contested. It's like, we don't know why she wants this aside from the fact that, Daddy said she can have it up until this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he gives her the prophecy when she's a kid at the end of the first episode, but she doesn't talk. That never comes up. I mean, the Aegon prophecy stuff does come up again throughout the show, but never to the point where she seems to be taking it seriously enough to warrant her taking the throne. 
because you'd think if she did take it that seriously, she would probably make some different uh, life choices, but whatever. But at least at this point, like we kind of learned that, okay, well, this is a serious duty that we have. And I thought I wanted to do it, but man, this, this is starting to suck because she could have just said, you know, so what, so what if I only have Dragonstone and I'm married to Damon and what have you? It's not a big deal. Let them be, let the greens take the throne and put Aegon in charge. Who gives a shit? But whatever. Anyway, here Viserys calls her his only child, which is like womp womp. <laughs> so it's like, I was like, I love all my children equally. <laughs> or I love all my children. <laughs> all one of them. <laughs> all one of them that I recognize. Oh, um, I forgot about the other ones. I Yeah, I mean, I assume that's a memory issue. <laughs> and that's that was supposed to, I think that was supposed to be his failing health and not <laughs> that he only recognizes Renera as his daughter. Mm-hmm. But uh, she says, hey, if you want me to bear this burden, then he needs her, she needs him to defend her. And the next morning he's getting his wounds tended to. And he tells Otto that he wants to have supper. <laughs> and Otto's but like, it's morning. Otto puts his hand like I, the other thing I do like. I do like Otto, even though he's such a piece of shit. I like mm-hmm. that he seems to he seems to legitimately care about the king. What ha- happens after the king dies? Like well, the, the the whole events that he's like conspiring to have after the king dies, he at least does seem to care about Viserys, but he just doesn't, he just really doesn't want Renera on the throne and he's going to do some shady and shifty shit to prevent it. A piece of shit. But he like puts, he puts his hand on the king. It's like, it's morning. <laughs> he's like, yes, but what about second breakfast? He's like, no, no, I want it this evening. Stupid. I know it's morning. Why can't I have Dinner for breakfast. Dinner for breakfast. And breakfast for dinner. What is this weird thing we have with food that only certain things are for breakfast, certain things are for dinner? It's made up by the Breakfast Association. Yeah, big breakfast. Nobody nobody did that. Nobody did that shit before the fifties. Anyway, yeah, he wants a he wants a family supper. Everybody loves a good dinner party, Mike, and (laughs) he. Forgoes the milk of the poppy for the pain that Otto offers and he just tells Otto just arrange the dinner. So we jump into the peti- petition and Otto is presiding on the throne and Vayman makes his petition. He says a lot of words and I don't know if there's anything about his speech that you want to talk about. I was just going to skim through it because I'm not yeah. going to like quote his fucking speech, but no. Renera interrupts him at one point and Allison's like, hey, you, you wait your turn. It's like, okay, now, Renera, you can speak. And after Vayman's like, what do you know about Valerian blood? You wouldn't know it if you saw it. It's like, that's true of any blood, dude. <laughs> I don't have a microscope or something. What's your, like- what's your fucking point? <laughs> Com- compare your, let's, let's cut your hand and let's cut Jace's hand and compare the blood. If it's the, if it looks the same, then I'm going to put this, these, <laughs> your guys' blood in two different jars and then I'm going to switch them around behind my back. And then you tell pick me, one, you pick which yeah. one's the Valerian blood. And if you get it right, then you can have the throne. 
That's how they should have done it. That's some King Solomon shit. <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> no, you don't have to drink it. They poison uh. the blood. <laughs> Both bloods are poison. I didn't think you'd actually drink it, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so Renair's about to speak on behalf of Luke when Viserys walks in. This is Mike's favorite scene. Oh my god. <laughs> the slowest fucking walk up to the throne ever. I'm like, good God. I get it. I fucking get it already. You you could yeah, I wish there could. would be people in the crowd that'd be like, I'll get on with it. <laughs> get get him a get him a stretcher. Get him a body bag already. Come on. I got could, things to do. You could cut out about twenty seconds of the center of that scene and people would still get the gist that it was a long walk. Yes. For sure. But uh, and that's Aemon, when I texted you. I'm like, how long is this episode? <laughs> how long is this one? This Mike's like, this is an hour and forty minute episode. It's like it I think it seemed like it at that point. I think it's only Mike Mike, I think it's only an hour and seven minutes. <laughs> but Vaymond and all the high tower give each other a bunch of looks like, oh fuck. We weren't expecting this. Nobody expects the Viserys Inquisition. So he tells Otto that he's going to sit in his chair today. And it's a long ass walk during at which he drops the crown and Damon picks it up and helps his brother to his seat, which I thought was a really good scene and made the rest of the walk worth it. But as Mike pointed out, it turns out that that scene was entirely improv. The crown was not supposed to fall off Patty's head. It was an accident, and Matt Smith. No, was, it was supposed to fall off his head, but like Damon was supposed to put it on his own head and be like, "Look at me, I'm the king." <laughs> I'm the king now. <laughs> My plan worked perfectly. You just have to take the crown and put it on. Crown yourself. Oh, king. I'm just just kidding, brother. Finders keepers. <laughs> the old rule of finders keepers. The, the oldest tradition. <laughs> the oldest tradition in the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> More so than blood is <laughs> is the law of finders keepers. So you know one of the seven is called finders. <laughs> and yeah, in uh, in Pentos they call him the god of takesy backsies. And but uh, yeah, Matt Smith just picked up that crown and they kept filming, and mm -hmm. that's the scene they went with because it's a good scene. <laughs> it's a, it's a good scene, mm -hmm. but. Viserys is all sitting on the chair. He's like, excuse me, I'm confused. Like uh, Peter Baelish. I'm a bit confused. I'm uh, so confused. I was, I thought I was going to the toilet, but I <laughs> ended up here. Oh, this oh, is well. bad news. Let's While make I'm this here. fast because I'm going to potty my pants again. This is the wrong throne. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, he's like, I thought this matter was already resolved. Any question can surely be clarified by Corliss's wife, my cousin. And Rainus, I keep wanting to say Renera. These these names, Mike. Mm -hmm. I miss Rob and Ned and Bobby B yeah. and John. <laughs> you know, before we had Rhaenyra, Rainus, Raina, Rhea, Eric, Eric, his other brother, Eric. Aegon, 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 Aegon. 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 just Aegon with a V. <laughs> yep. Fuck this show. Fuck these names, man. Mm -hmm. 
But Rainus admits that Corliss was adamant that Luke gets Driftmark, and he never wavered in that, and she never wavered in support of her husband. And in fact, Rhaenyra said that she wants her children to marry Damon's children, and she thinks that's a wonderful idea. And Vaiman's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and this is not what we planned. Alicent looks upset. Otto looks pissed, but he's trying not to look pissed. Aegon actually smiles in this scene because I think he thinks he's going to get out of this whole being king business. <laughs> so at this point, Vaemon has lost the whole appeal thing here and just loses his shit, man. He, he mouths off to the king and he starts to say some shit about Luke and he stops and Damon's like, say it. And he fucking says what again, motherfucker. (laughs) He does say it. He, uh, he shouts that her kids are bastards and the air is a whore. It's like, well, (laughs) that's a (laughs) kind of, is she? (laughs) I mean, Back then, yeah. You know, she's well, a princess. She's only supposed to be... Well, that's you know, the patriarchy, Mike. That's the patriarchy telling you that she's nah, a whore. Like, she's, just having, she's just having consensual sex with people that she wants. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it is true. There's a, definitely a double standard, because if you're king, it's not a big deal, and you just, yeah. you know, do what you want. So, yeah. So, the King Crypt... King Cryptkeeper here stands up and draws the cat's paw dagger, which about as slow as that walk to the... Uh, walk to his chair and he's like i'll have your tongue for that and i would have liked to have seen that fight mike and they was, robbed me of that on, fight hold, hold on Stitch, don't move oh, yeah. oh, oh. he falls down the stairs <laughs> no i got i got it he, and he Stabs rolls to the side <laughs> he rolls to the side so he impales himself on the parts of the throne oh. that go down the steps yes Dude, that'd have been great if he died that way. Like, <laughs> fell down the stairs, but fell into all those swords and died. And then, and then Vayman looks over him and says, "That's what you get for." And then, but Viserys' last move <laughs> is to cut his tongue out. <laughs> and, <laughs> tricked you. <laughs> that would have been great, yeah. Mike. Why don't we write shows? <laughs> all right. Accidental comedy, all the time, but. Oopsie, instead, Damon return Damon turns Vaymond from being a Valerian to being a South Park Canadian and <laughs> separates his head at the jawline and is all like he can keep his tongue. Which is some very Arnold Schwarzenegger one liner after that, which is cheesy as hell. Everybody's like, This is badass. It's like, no, it's actually really corny, but I loved it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yep. Looks like he lost his head. Hmm. Only most of it. Yeah. He wasn't actually beheaded. His ha- bottom half of his head's head. still attached. <laughs> he lost his mind today. Mm. I, when we watched the Sarah, I was like, oh my God. And I laughed. <laughs> it's like, this is, it was, it's Spartacus level comedic gore, that scene where you yeah. see the, like, I mean, when, I don't know if anybody else has seen. Spartacus, but there's a scene, and I think it's the second season, where Spartacus basically fights this guy and takes his sword 
up underneath the chin and cuts off the whole front of his face. And it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I had just gotten the 70 inch TV and watched that scene. And I laughed like a madman for five minutes. Damon should have cut his cut his head off and be like, yeah, whose house? Ron's house. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your house, man. This is Valerian shit right here. So. My which house? Then the king. (laughs) (laughs) It's all house of the dragon. Yeah. Dragon's house. I mean, I got so many kids. I got Targaryens, Valerians. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know what? You're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Kardashians. The. uh, Next, we see the Silent Sisters preparing Vaben's body for the funeral and the ride back to Driftmark. And Rainus is there. And the Grand Maester says, it's bad bad luck to look upon the face of death. And she says, the stranger has visited me more times than I can count. And the Grand Maester says, well, I didn't, I don't care about your masturbation habits. You shouldn't look at this dead guy. (laughs) And then she stares at it forever. Yeah. With in a fisheye, a fisheye lens shot too, (laughs) which is weird. But I, I, I don't, I don't understand what the significance of this scene is. I'm assuming it's like some sort of justification for something Rainus is going to do when she, I guess, betrays somebody later. I don't know. No idea, but it was but, very odd. It was weird. But we're going to have dinner, Mike. We're going to jump to the big family dinner. Yay! Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Thanksgiving, and it's it's about it's about how a Thanksgiving goes. <laughs> We've got the last uh, supper. It's Viserys' last supper. He and does the big arms. <laughs> big arms thing. It's like, what are you doing? I'm doing the big arms thing. Well, you can't do the big arms. This guy doesn't he, he doesn't even have an one arm. big arm because yeah. <laughs> he's wounded. He's he's going down. The uh, So there's some toasts and first to Jason Luke for getting betrothed, to which Aegon starts to razz Jace a bit because like, oh Jace, you'll finally sleep with a woman and it's like yeah but i'm only 15 <laughs> like mm-hmm. at most i know where you're 16 <laughs> and john well, snow was a- probably that age right <laughs> i don't he at least well, had facial hair books i guess mm-hmm. but i don't know there's there's a lot more time that passes in the books that the sh- that pass in the show i think not by a lot but i know all the i know all the girls like sansa and aria are were aged up for the show a bit. But while Viserys is Viserys is there, Viserys, yeah, Viserys, yeah. He goes into this thing about how every face in this room matters to him and he loves them all, even though he only recognizes Rhaenyra. And <laughs> he wants everybody to get along. So he takes his mask off right before people start to eat. No! <laughs> <laughs> and we see that he's missing an eye. He's missing the op, which eye is he's missing his right eye. So he's like, "Hey, man, we're the same, you and me, huh? <laughs> we brothers. We put Probably ourselves together. We, we have depth perception, huh?" <laughs> and and he's missing a chunk of his cheek. So it's mm-hmm. always fun when you can see the inside of somebody's mouth from the side. It's one of the most creepy things you can fucking see, man. Or at least, the, yeah, well, I, they did a pretty good job with all that. I think, like, I thought it really yeah. looked good. And even when earlier, when he was getting his wounds treated, 
and he wanted to, you know, have dinner arranged or whatever. And he looked super skinny. Super like, scrawny. Oh, man. Like, it all looked pretty believable. Yeah, I don't and know how yeah, they did that. I- seeing through his face, because there was an angle where he could see inside his mm-hmm. mouth and outside of it. I'm like, wait, what? did I see that right? And then it shows a different angle. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And it turns out that Patty actually did that for the show. He cut a side out of his cheek, <laughs> and that's why the show cost so much money. You thought it was for the dragons, but it was actually so they could repair his cheek. Because <laughs> Patty's a great actor. He's a method, man. You can, Daniel yep. Day-Lewis can suck a dick. Yep. Oh, good for you. <laughs> that's that's Christian Bale. But <laughs> I know. But he, uh... <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Christian Bale. You can suck it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna one up him. Yeah, <laughs> loose half but of my he, face. <laughs> so he Viserys asked everyone to get rid of the ill feelings in their heart. If not for the sake of the crown, then for the sake of this old man. So, Rhaenyra makes a toast to Allison for taking care of her father and apologizes. And Allison says that she's moved, and they both love their children, and they aren't so different, and. She says that Rainier will make a fine queen. And we don't see Otto's face in this. I would have liked to have seen Otto's face in this. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. But uh, then Aegon's a dick again. Um, and it's like, hey, if Jace doesn't satisfy you, you can come see me. And Jace gets pissed off and pounds the table, stands up, and everybody's like, hey, what the fuck's going on? And he's uh, like, no, no, it's okay. And he turns it into a toast. To Aegon and Aemond. And then Helena makes a toast. This is after she says, beware the beast with two backs or the beast under the floorboards or whatever it was. She mm-hmm. makes a toast to Reyna and Bela saying, married life isn't so bad. He basically just ignores you unless he's been drinking. And everybody chuckles except <laughs> Aegon. <laughs> he's, he's a rapist. <laughs> Oh, isn't that fun? It's funny. Yeah. Good times. So then Otto asks for some music and Jace takes Helena for a dance. And we get to see everyone laughing and getting along mostly for a little bit, except for the uh, the boys. But there's there's a little bit of levity and we get about a minute and a half of Viserys looking actually happy. Or I presume it's supposed to be happy, but it's scary as fuck with that face. So yeah. Harvey face, <laughs> scary face, scary face. What did you do with Harvey? <laughs> but yeah, then the pain kicks in and he has to leave. Then the food arrives back. My pants again. <laughs> it keeps happening. <laughs> I haven't even eaten yet. <laughs> the, uh, the food arrives and it's a roast pig, which causes Luke to laugh at Amond. I remember that pig like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, so these fucking yeah. kids, these kids are all fucking dicks, man. I don't, it's like you can't uh, you can't keep your shit together for one goddamn meal. But then again, mm. you know, Luke's got to be like 14 or something. Even though even though the showrunners say everybody's 17 to 21 now. It seems like liars. teenage stuff to do to be honest though. It does. You know? No, it really does. Rich, spoiled pricks to, uh, you know, fuck with each other. But, or even but, normal, uh, even the normies. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm sure, like, 
other people relate to that more than I do because I was the only child in my entire family. So I was the only hmm. kid at Thanksgiving. There was no kitty table at our Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. It was just, I was the, I was the only child in the fam in the entire family. Well, I got three older brothers. So right. the, yeah, that's normal shit. Like constant, you know, just busting each other's balls and try to get any under each other's skin. And you know, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that seems totally normal. <laughs> even after, even if you haven't seen somebody for six years, you're going to like bring up like that old shit. That, uh, yeah, for sure. Especially when, yeah, especially when old shit it, never goes away. Like, well, <laughs> hey, remember that time? Oh, well, fuck. You'd yeah, think crap. Luke would be, you'd think Luke would be a little more careful because he almost had his eye taken out <laughs> by the queen yeah. for it. It's like, you need a little fucking tact, my boy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Eamon makes a toast where he calls them strong boys a few times and triggers a fight. And Jace decks Eamon and Luke gets slammed into a table by Aegon. And then Eamon just pushes Jace down effortlessly. Jace still can't fucking fight for shit, man. <laughs> he doesn't know High Valerian. He can't fight. He's This guy oh, should not be king. Mom, he pushed me down. This guy is not usurping his mother anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But Allison isn't happy about Eamon doing that because she just got an apology from Renera. <laughs> She's actually having second thoughts about things, it seems. <laughs> and her fucking shithead one-eyed monster is fucking things up for everybody. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, he says that he was only saying how proud he was of his family. But apparently the nephews aren't as proud as theirs, which makes uh, Luke and Jace try to rush in again. But Damon stops them. He's like, wait, hold a finger. And Renera tells them to go to their room. They're always getting sent to their room too. Like they even told him, she even told him They're to go to their room. It. She even told him to go to their room when after Vayman calls them bastards. It's like, it's like, <laughs> go to your room. You've said enough. <laughs> but then Damon turns and looks at Aegon and just gives this sigh at him, like I just lobotomized a guy and cleared a dude's sinuses in one swing a few hours ago for fucking saying this shit. Mm-hmm. And they have this silent face off for about a second before Eamon backs down and walks off. Then Damon gives Renero this little smile and he walks off as well. He's like, oh, I'm going to fuck this guy. <laughs> it makes it look like fight at some point. I mean, it, that, yeah, I don't know why, but I mean, I know why, because they're going to be on imposing sides, but I don't know why we're supposed to. Heck, even if they aren't on opposing sides, it seems like Aemon is just a crazy fucking, like, you know, he's ready to throw down at any time. Yeah. I mean, except for this time, because he's like, well... I'm probably going to get killed. Maybe I'll wait a little and longer. Wait till he's a little older. <laughs> maybe I'll wait yeah. for another 10-year jump when I can mm-hmm. get the drop on him. They actually did age Matt Smith up a little more in this episode, I noticed. I didn't notice. Crispy yeah. Cole didn't look older. Like, Crispy nobody looked look older. older. I th- and I he's like they, what five years younger than Viserys or some shit, something like that. Well, they aged Viserys. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know how old Damon's supposed to be. Viserys, they aged up for this show because mm-hmm. when this whole shit happens, he's like somebody said on Reddit. I think that in Fire and Blood, Viserys is only in is in his late twenties when he marries Allison. Yeah, like he's not like a gross old man. But I, d- I really don't care that much, but it does throw me off just a little bit, you know, when certain, you know, everybody else doesn't really age. Like, cause mm-hmm. I didn't really think Damon looked like he aged, but 
I thought he looked a little older, but maybe it's just maybe it's just because this is the closest I've seen him in some of these shots in a while. Yeah. I think, yeah, they didn't age Cole up too much. I think they've kind of dulled the color of his facial hair mm-hmm. a bit. Like his, his, he didn't seem as vibrant in like, they might've just made him a little dirtier <laughs> looking in the training yard scene though. Yeah. But really, I guess even, even Viserys, I don't think is really supposed to be aged in a sense. Like the fucking throne is killing him. Like being mm-hmm. king is killing him. Like he, he's fucking infected with shit. So he's not necessarily like so old now, but right. he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. dying of infection. Mm-hmm. So, so we've had, well, this is, he's 20 years older than when we see him, but yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But that's still, I think it's that's more like so a difference that- between 40 and, and 60 is still, he looks like he's mm-hmm. 120. Yes. But, Renera Renera tells Allison that she thinks it's best if they return to Dragonstone. And Allison is like, You just got here. It's like so they're finally starting to make up. It seems like, oh, maybe they'll maybe this is all big understanding and we can work it out and people just actually need to communicate. But then there's no show, Mike. So we know this isn't gonna last. But Renera says she'll take the kids home and then she'll come back on Dragonback. And Allison says she and the king would like that very much. So she's never coming back. She's never coming back. Never coming unless back. it's for the throne. And then we see the servant who brought Alice. They, I know that Allison says her name when she's talking Talia, to and I fucking knew it. And I wish I said it in episode six. It's in my notes. I went and looked back at my notes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know I put that in my notes in one of these episodes because she comes in in episode six, when fucking creepy Larry and Allison are talking, and, and then they're like, no, not now, Talia, oh. go away. And I'm like, that bitch is a spy. <laughs> like, they said her name. <laughs> and, like, she came in when it wasn't necessary, when she knows she probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be going in there. You know, like, she's, I wonder who she's spying for. What do you mean? I mean, I know she's spying. Well, no, I mean, I know she's spying for White Worm, but normally, like, that's an inter- intermediary. Like, why, like what oh, would White Worm need yeah, with true. that information? Hmm. I don't know. Mm, and in case priority. anybody's forgotten, maybe. But yeah, mm. in case any anybody, any listeners forgot, White Worm is Damon's ex-girlfriend. Masseria? Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. So why? Yeah, that is a good question, though. Like, what would Masseria get for that? Or maybe it is, it is only for Masseria, and Masseria can sell this information to the other lords in the kingdom. Mm. Or do you think Masseria, like, there's another another person above Masseria? Well, we know. I don't know about above, but we know from episode four. Was it four when? Yeah, when the last time we see her is episode four, and it turns out she's exchanging information with Otto, or she got money from Otto or something oh, like yeah. that. Anyway, yeah, that, she that, did. That, that urchin was like one of her agents and was ex- passed that information on to Otto. Unless the did and we he pass that information to Otto, or is that kid working both sides? Because yeah, I did. I don't remember what happened first. Like Otto got that information from that kid, but then. 
and that then she kid re- went back to Masseria, right? Yep. And somebody got paid for it. Hmm. I think the kid got that paid kid, for it, right? Yeah. But is that kid working both sides or something? Or I don't know. Maybe Otto didn't just know that the paid kid is working. You know, know what I mean? Maybe he's getting paid by Otto and he's getting paid by Mysteria. Shit, he's the richest person. He's the one that's got all the money then. He could afford to do the stuff <laughs> that Lord Beesbury. They can get that fucking bronze bust. <laughs> um, hmm. Either way, we uh, the final scene, we're in the king's chambers and he's in bad shape. And he confuses Allison for Rhaenyra. So we get the reverse of the roles from earlier. Whoopsie. Yep. Whoopsie. And he tells her that he does believe in the prophecy. But of course, Allison doesn't know shit about that. And he's like, no, don't you remember? Aegon, the prophecy, the prince was that was promised. And she's like, oh, Prince Aegon, our little raper. You, he's going to unite the realm. It's like, you must be the one to do this. And it's like, oh, okay. I understand. And then she leaves and we see the cat paw dagger as Viserys finally dies with his last words being my love after the screen's already faded to black, Mm -hmm. presumably making the viewer think that he's seeing Emma as he dies. Isn't that sweet? Uh, uh, You know what? I don't believe he's dead. He fucking died off screen then. So fuck this dying off screen shit. I didn't actually see him die. Just goes to black. He could still be alive. (laughs) It's a a Sopranos ending for King Viserys. It is. I wanted to see him completely die. I wanted him to go. Just because. (laughs) (laughs) Allison's like, oh, the king's dead. Just because I said, ah, doesn't mean I'm dead. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, this brings me to the big problem I have with this episode. Like, in general, really enjoyed this episode. But the fact that everybody's fucking named Aegon. And nobody talks to each other is the big misunderstanding that causes a civil war. And that is fucking weak sauce, man. <laughs> nope. He told me it was my Aegon. Right. Well, she doesn't. No, he I told me mine. Well, she hasn't introduced her kids to Allison yet. I don't think Allison knows that one of her kids is named Aegon. She has to know. They just kept they the kids a secret. I don't know if she kept him a secret, but I mean, I don't know. But at any rate, fucking, well, it could have been anybody. It could have been Jon Snow as Aegon. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Jon Snow is only Aegon in the show. All <laughs> of you people. His name's not Aegon in the books. We don't know what his name is, and it doesn't matter because he's still fucking dead. So this whole, this whole. Aegon's prophecy, Song of Ice and Fire thing. We don't know if that's anything in the books yet. We don't know if John has anything to do with that because he's fucking dead. Nobody's brought him back. Yeah. Fuck you, George. <laughs> <laughs> Write your book. Write your goddamn book. Stop executive producing things. There's no Night King in the books either. You guys are fucking getting all yep. theoried about. I mean, there will be. I mean, because Viserys is the Night King. I mean, look at him. I mean, He's like, I know, I know the prophecy is true because I can feel myself becoming the Night King. <laughs> I think the, that's well, why think they the, don't show him dying. Yeah, well, presumably the Night King life. already exists, right? Because he was like one of the first men. Mm, nope, not in this show. Nope, changing think, it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think they fuck think, up their yeah, own canon. Supposed to be or something. I don't think they even say anything about the Night King, even in the show, as far as who that. The Night King is. He's I just was, the Night King. 
He's just some dude that gets crucified on a tree by the the children. Oh yeah, that's right. Forgot about that scene. Really sticking with the dragon glass. Yeah. Shit, he could be a Targaryen. <laughs> He's brown hair. It's fucking Jace. <laughs> oh man. So obviously we can't all get along, Mike. We've only got two episodes left, and. I've already given my speculation for the next episode already for my episode nine trailer breakdown video. So that's up there on YouTube. So my theories and speculations would be tainted for by beforehand knowledge, but Mike, you're an unsullied viewer who, who hasn't seen the preview. So what do you think's in store for us next episode? Next episode, Viserys is going to be still alive and he's going to look great because <laughs> they're going to drag it on again. You know, for him to die because mm-hmm. they have been. I mean, I thought he was dead three episodes ago, mm-hmm. so he's still going to be alive. Renera is going to die, and I don't know. There'll be some dragons, some boobs, some dicks. Or at least there better be because I'm really missing. You know, all these. You know, weena weenas. Weena, yeah, where's weena's. our where's our tits and dragons? All we see is all we keep seeing is Aegon's ass. We're going to see a dragon with tits. That's going to be Syraxes because has to milk the little babies. Right. You know, so it's going to have, you know, little teats sticking out. So we're getting to some old school. We're getting some old school watchers on the couch conversations now. Mike, how many tits do you think a dragon has? Oh, eight for sure. Eight yeah, tits. Like a dragon. Cat. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll see Damon. He's just going to be like, mm, yum, yum. Mm. It's going to be like Luke Skywalker drinking some blue milk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He's going to feed it to his boys like, you guys need to stay strong. Hey. Hey. Punches Damon in the face. (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant for the boats. Jeez. (laughs) The kids are sensitive. (laughs) Keep triggering these snowflake kids. (laughs) Damon is going to kill the strong kids. Because they're kind of pointless to have now that he has, you know, these other kids. Mm-hmm. So, and after Renera dies, that's when he's going to do it. So, Renera's going to die. Then he's going to kill all the strong kids. And then Damon is now the king. And then his Targaryen kids, his true born Targaryen kids, can keep the line going. Okay. There you go. It's not out think- there at all. That's. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we miss the out there theories. We like the out there theories. <laughs> I like the theory that Viserys is deteriorating so much that it'll actually turn around on himself and he'll be a young man again. Yeah. <laughs> like he just he just ha- he just hatches out of his corpse body a whole new Viserys. <laughs> it's like, what is this Doctor Who? Dragon milk. <laughs> They're gonna soak him in the dragon milk. Yeah, it's gonna milk. <laughs> you just needed a milk bath this He's entire time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with that, we'll jump into the mailbag. It's a light mailbag this week. So, as always, we got some. We've got one here from Josh Mosher. This is this was about in response to our how this show doesn't do anything to make us care about any of the characters. The only person in this show whose emotions guide me to empathy is King Viserys. The issue is the story is spread out, is so spread out, sorry, and doesn't really have much feeling. There's no happiness, no love, only snippets of real emotion, and then there's no real follow-through. It's like, this happened, okay, that happened, whatever. Like, 
Kristen Cole murdered Lenore's lover. Well, whatever. No follow up or follow through. And yeah, that's that's a big thing. And a lot of defense of this show in our comment section have to do with you're not supposed to get attached to any of these characters. They only exist to further the story along. And what's the point for, <laughs> for season two? It's like, yeah, this is all a buildup for season two. It's like, that's fucking stupid then because Started you're never season two. <laughs> yeah. You're never guaranteed a season two. Like these shows can be canceled at any time. It's like, yeah, maybe we knew for sure that game of Thrones. Well, House of the Dragon, sorry. It was immediately announced for renewal after the first episode airs. But that doesn't always happen. Like, Westworld mm-hmm. hasn't been renewed yet. So we don't know if there's ever going to be a season five. HBO has been notorious for canceling shows halfway through all the time. Fucking Stars definitely does it. So you're never guaranteed that. So fucking doing a bunch of build-up. Rings of Power is apparently doing the same thing. Everything's supposed to be built up for season two. And season two is supposed to be like way better. But it's been entertaining the whole time. Yeah. I, I mean, I've really enjoyed Rings of Power. Okay. Um, well, here, but so, so the writers on there exactly said the, it's like it's a build up for season two. This is the exact thing that ha- that that threw me off on this fucking episode because it's like, it's been six years. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> like that Picard meme. <laughs> <laughs> Every uh, but I, so I don't think it. I don't really think. Oh well, just started at season two. Like I just it, some of this could be more condensed. I feel disconnected from characters because of these time jumps. Yes, and there's, instead of a nice flow to build their characters. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little jarring. I'm not really yeah. down with it. Same. I feel the same way. Todd Junior. Uh, frequent commenter on the show. We love you, Todd. Uh, three episodes ago. So this was obviously in response to last episode, three episodes ago, and I'm all in for this series thus far. Mike, are you still all in for this series thus far, even though you've uh, hit a bump in the road here? Uh, yeah, I, I do think that they are leading to something much better than what this season has been. Mm-hmm. Even if this whole season isn't that good, like even if not episode nine and 10, don't end up being like that great, at least that great for me. I'll still we be in a, for season we two. Know a season two. I coming, do think which... it'll be more coherent. I mean, at least I'm hoping it's not more the same kind of time jumpy thing. Mm-hmm. I hope we get to a set point where, all right, these are characters in the present time of this show in a sense. Right. And then we move forward. Like, you know, without, Oh, 10 years later. Yeah. So, I, I agree. Like I said, I've only been I've only been rough on the show post time jump. I don't think the time or post the ten year time jump. I don't think it did mm-hmm. the show any favors. I still kind of I still kind of feel like this should have been this season should have been all the younger cast, and then the next season speed it up a little. Do the ten year time jump, then ramp into the Dance of Dragons faster instead of the kind of like these filler things leading yeah. up to what's going to be the usurping of the throne. But, you know, whatever. It's yeah. fine. But then again, the the who whichever writer that was that said that this is House uh, House of the Dragon, not the Dance of Dragons. So presumably the show is not all the Dance of Dragons. Just so I I suspect just next season is Dance of Dragons, and then we move further into the timeline for season three and four. I think they said they have a four or five season plan. 
And then frequent commenter Delta Ghost, who apologized for commenting so much. Delta, you don't have to apologize at all. <laughs> and we had we had a little bit of back and forth about Rings of Power, which I'm not going to add to this because this is not a Rings of Power podcast. But I still stand by the fact that the I don't think the plot holes or whatever in Rings of Power are at all as egregious as the inconsistencies in this show, because most of those are just tropes in rings of power and they're kind of cliche tropes to be sure. But this one is the show is supposed to be more like realistic, real people, but you have to suspend the disbelief that none of these people develop as people over the course of 20 years. They just double down on shittery and nobody talks to each other in these time jumps, like six years since they've talked. So it's like, okay, three years that Renera didn't talk to her dad while she lived in the same house with him. Cool. Anyway, you said that you didn't care about Damon's wife's death and fair enough. I didn't care about her character either, but this first season is, yeah, this first season is really just trying to set everything up and it's moving at a fast pace because major events that will be coming further in the future. Most of season one is just for context to get you familiar with some of the characters. Not everyone you see is going to be a major character or someone to have a role in the future. So I don't know. I'm honestly hooked so far. And even with the criticisms I hear, even with all the criticisms I hear, it's never anything huge. Unlike Rings of Power, for example, I don't know, but obviously it's all subjective. It is all subjective. And again, Rings of Power is a completely different show. Rings of Power is like a mythology fantasy high fantasy and this is supposed to be a more grounded and realistic dark fantasy and which makes the which makes the, the inconsistencies or like char- char- dumb characters powerful characters being dumb and doing stupid shit <laughs> what if everybody was Gladriel and that's rings of power or sorry house of the dragon is it's just a it's just a bunch of Gladriels. anyway i, def- I definitely give ring of rings of power a pass on things too i guess but I don't, I don't really, I guess there's things I don't really think about because I'm just kind of giving it a pass, but it's only because it's like this huge fantasy show, like, like a high level fantasy. I don't know how to describe it. Like it's high fantasy, high fantasy. It's like, it's a high, it's and epic this fantasy. Is, yeah. And this is more reality based house of dragon mm-hmm. in a sense. I mean, I know there's still dragons there's still some magic and shit yeah. like that, but the, like, yeah, but even the magic more political the and all that, but I just see it more as just like silly fantasy rings of power. I see more as kind of a silly fantasy show. There, there's you know, magic. More there's, so. act, there's magic. There's actual gods. There's like a mythology aspect. There's a epic struggle of good versus evil that lends itself to a different type of storytelling than yes. this is. Like if if Game of Thrones was all about the White Walkers or something like that, you would probably see some similar shit. Yeah, um, yeah. But there's that, the political that's a good aspect comparison. that. Mm-hmm this that Westeros has that rings of power doesn't or middle earth in general, really. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, pod news, Mike, we got some podcast oh, news. Right. I don't know if you saw it, Mike, but New York comic con was this last week. And, I did uh, not see that. we finally got a trailer and a release date for the final season of his dark materials. Oh, yes. December 5th is when it starts, Mike. Oh, that's too soon. That's too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it makes you feel better, they are airing two episodes a week over the course of four weeks. So it's an eight-episode season, two episodes a week. But Mike, December 5th, those are Mondays. 
They're yeah. fucking our shit up. They're fucking our shit up. They're not fucking your shit up because <laughs> you get your football. But yeah. <laughs> but I don't because there's still Monday Night Football, Tim. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, that's fine, though. I, I, can, I can deal with that. But, yeah, so... We'll be covering. We'll, we will be covering the final season of His Dark Materials, but fair warning: we probably won't be dropping those episodes on Wednesdays since it's going to air mm-hmm. on Mondays. Right. And since we'll be doing two episodes at a time, it'll probably be recapping the events of His Dark Materials at a much quicker pace, which will take us through the end of 2022. Do you know if they're if, are they going to like kind of release it like streaming wise, like on Monday? Can I watch it? Fucking on monday during the day oh that's a good I question i do something like that if they're going to release two episodes or do i have to sit there for you know both episodes i like, think it's to come out like oh it comes one this one comes out at eight this one comes out at nine when i saw the trailer it said streaming on monday so it might just air on mon- like midnight on a monday that'd be it awesome. might be available that would so, be fantastic that's what i wish be- this show did because like i'd watch this episode on sunday mornings you know, mm-hmm. and I probably make notes and do it all on Sunday morning and then have a little time to think about it. Maybe do a rewatch Monday, maybe, or yeah. we could even do the show Mondays if it was like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but that'll be 2022 for us. So we'll be taking, we'll be taking November off, but for the YouTube channel, his dark materials season two, I'm going to start releasing those episodes onto the YouTube channel, our back catalog onto our watchers on the couch YouTube after we wrap up house of the dragon. So if you have not seen his dark materials and you would like to join us for season three, you can start with our, well, you can watch season one, but then we have coverage of season two and that will lead us into December 5th. When Mike and I start covering season three, the final season right now, I don't know what our plans are for next year. Nothing that we currently cover is going to have a new season next year. Uh, there are some upcoming shows that I have interest in. I don't know about you, Mike. I'm a, I'm interested in The Last of Us, even though I don't know anything about the video games since I'm an Xbox guy. I don't know anything about it either. What, what is it on? It's going to be HBO. It's platform. It is okay. Yep, and it's got uh, Pedro Pascal. And That's right. You you mentioned that to Bella me because I skip. Mm-hmm. I always skip the intros or the ads, basically for HBO. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Supposedly, the Westworld creators Fallout season Fallout series is rumored to be coming out next year, but then anything from the Westworld creators is immediately suspect for us. There's a Westworld show that's going to be on Prime, right? There's, I think, yeah, I think it starts on the 21st or something Mm -hmm. like that. It's got a Chloe, Chloe Grace, what Hit Girl? It has Hit Girl in it. Yep. So. Yeah, but we're not covering that because we need some time off. We've been mm-hmm. we've been at it hard for a while now. We need a we need a break. But the Fallout one, Walter Goggins is reportedly in it, and that makes me a little interested. <coughs> also, Fallout's another game adaptation, so it doesn't lend itself to writers who are pretending to be smarter than they actually are, like Westworld does. So it might be pretty good. Yeah, but uh, we'd be interested in hearing what uh, what shows you might like us to cover. And hopefully I can talk Chris into doing some stuff. We'll see. Let's see. Is there anything else? I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to think about stuff that we can do to keep engaged with the, with our listenership while we're off from with, Oh, baby is upset. (laughs) 
I'm thinking about I'm thinking about starting up a Discord if anybody's interested in that. I started one up before and then I closed it immediately because I wasn't maintaining it. But if now that we actually have people that talk to us and stuff like that, if you're interested in a Discord so you can communicate with us at the off season and chat and things like that, I would definitely be open to that. Mike, what do you think about uh, opening if, if we uh, we let people into the recording session for the next two episodes? of house of the dragon uh oh what like do the do this like live or and have people like uh, be able to chat with us during the show uh yeah that'd be great yeah so yeah let let us know in the comments if you are interested in that and then i can give you guys a link to where we do our meetings and you can join as audience members we do this at 6 p.m central on tuesdays and yeah, we might, if, if you're interested in being an audience member for our recording session, remember it's the recording session. It's not going to be the finished product all edited and stuff like that. So you're probably going to get a bunch of weird rambling and me thinking about what we're going to talk about next. So very unpolished, very unedited, but if you are interested in joining us and potentially contributing to the episode via the chat, let us know. And I will in the comments and I will pin a link to where you can find us next Tuesday and the following Tuesday. And that would be cool. So I think that's it. That is everything. So until next time, I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. And now our watch has ended. And uh, don't get your dick chopped off. Yep. Don't forget. And don't name your, don't name your kid Aegon. <laughs> How the fuck many Aegons do you need? <laughs> Too many Aegons. Too many Aegons. A fucking dozen Aegons in this show. And if, if somebody was just like, man, maybe we name this kid Steve. Like this would have this whole this whole fucking war that's gonna happen would never happen. <laughs> fucking dumb. Hey, and don't forget. If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs>